Hey, good morning. Sorry, my voice is very hoarse today. Uh, very strong hope. Very strong cold. But uh, please listen to this episode and share with your friends, share with your people in our groups. I'll be very thankful for you when you do that. Thank you. party was important actually it was an event when you're having your games and you're playing and then mom calls you at 5 30 you just leave the playground and go because you know chapati's midnight today and like other days where you could just stay there with your friends up to eight come back get whooped because you have you have gone home late chapati was important it wasn't just found on the road. It wasn't just found anywhere because it's a food for your evening because like you're just picking a ten bob each and go eat your supper. No, it was important. You could actually use it as a line as you're trying to woo a lady. And actually you had like eighty percent chance of getting the, the lady. Yeah, it was like you are like seven, eight years old. And for some reason in the village confidence came when you had the wood the most beautiful lady in your class and like that you become a legend not even a legend better than a legend a tell in the village you remember the days when you would make that ball with peppers and sisal thread remember those days oh man straight from just being an average youth in the village to be like the big person to be respected in games even the, the smartest boy in your class respected you more than himself because you are the sizable boy to score the food even when they're playing games they have to consult you first like hey are you coming to play when they come into play where are you coming to play? You say, you are like the one to dictate fun times. That was how powerful it was since nylon papers were back in the day. Remember when uh, the bully in your class was very tactical, tactical and tactical. He would leave most because most times the, the bully was like the strongest in class and also sometimes he was the sharp one, unfortunately. So he would leave to you the ball that he has made because also the koala pikachu ball. Yeah, I don't think a ball. So, so he would not even go for your lunch. They're eating chapo at home, so why would he come for your lunch? So he leave the ball outside from 2 p.m. when the rains adjust the ball to start to 3 when, the, when it ends. So the ball is very heavy and soggy. And since game starts from 3.20, uh, just from 3.15 would start uh, enticing the players of the game, the guys who know how to play, to go to the field. Now since it's also the one at home they are making the chapatis openly, he's the one who knows how to make the balls, and also is uh, the, the sharp one in class. Not very the sharpest, just the one who can just survive an earthquake. 
something like that. <laughs> yeah. So he would ask people to go to play, and then he chooses his team, and he makes sure that you're, the team that you are in is the opposing team. And then, since the the bully, the one who was who is the owner of the ball, the one with the party at home, will tell them to make you the goalkeeper. And let me tell you something. I added to all those attributes. He's strong because of the chapatis, a lot of the food that he's eating at home, and also he's the Ronaldinho of the school or of the class, depending on the level of class. And so he would dazzle the whole team. And as he's doing that, the aim is just to create space for you. Then once he's able to, to release a good shot, he will load up the shot so well and well articulated aimed at your face. For some reason when you stretch out your hands, you will miss the ball. And it is going straight to your face. Let me tell you something. Those two seconds from the time he hits the ball to the time it reaches your face, you will see the whole movement of Shaolin Soccer. And once it whoops you, oh, you will see heaven. Depending on the beliefs, see heavens. Yes, you'll be able to be like the savior of the team because you can stop a goal by the legend of the school or of the class. But man, your face, oh, you feel like it's a, a roll of chapati being made on your face. At home, you're going to eat chapati, you're going to eat uh, rice, you're going to eat garlic and miranda. Oh, yeah. So that's some of some of our histories. And for some reason, once we have reached at the age where we are now getting to the point where we are making decisions in our villages, we're trying to sharpen that life. Though you don't want to be associated with that, you want to be associated with the kind of person who, who is the leader of the family of the village, who's being called when there is a fundraiser, who's being called when there's a dispute and dispute on likes. This is the thing. I don't think it's wise to, to, to shine away, away from your history because most of us, the reason why this generation has problems so many things is because we don't know where we came from. For some reason, uh, most of us cannot associate God. I'm talking about the Christians now. Those of us cannot associate God with our fathers. We cannot associate God with our mothers. In fact, I went to a fellowship somewhere where he said, the pastor said, uh, most of us can articulate well the life of Joseph, the life of Abraham, Isaac, Israel, Moses, and the likes, and see the hand of God in their life, but we cannot see the same in our families. The reason why Jacob would say the God of my forefathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the reason why the Israelites would say the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God of Moses, is because they know their life. They have sat down in buses and have seen the life of these people. So when they say the God of their forefathers, they have, they have the confidence of what they are talking about. That's how important history is. And yeah, it is very good to, to know the Bible, to know how it is, to, to know what, what happened, where, why, and the hand of God in these situations. And there's another thing, to see the hand of God in the life of your father, in the life of your mother, 
the life of your grandfather, grandmother, great-grandfather, and hear their stories, know where they're coming from. So that when, even when things happen and you are living to the point where you cannot associate yourself with God, with the Lord, of your fathers, or your mothers, their life can bring you back. When you find a point where you are at the end of the edge, and you have when that you just split second to think about your life, then you remember how God took your father and your mother through life. Let me tell you something. That split second, that history, gives you new hope. Because you have seen where your parents have come from. And even though life as it goes on is harder and harder and harder, during that time you reach like from doing already have already have a job. Yeah, but that, even that situation, there is some things that they have gone through that much difficult than you are going through. That like, hey, yeah, yes, I am the two, and I'm looking for, I'm looking for a job still. But because the God of my fathers, the God of my father, that I have seen him work in the, in their lives, in the hard times, I'm still going to put my trust in him. Go with the life of Jacob, even when he becomes Israel. There are several times when he holds. But the lessons, the history, the life of his fathers, he remembers. They're like, hey, yeah, I'm going from the promised land to Egypt, but I'm still, I still want to get back here. I want my bones to come back from Israel to here, because I know what God has done to my forefathers in this land, and I do not want to be left apart. So it is important for us. As you become fathers and mothers and other things, it is important to pass it on. Let them know your life, your faults. Your, I don't tell them you the best in class. I know I wasn't the best in class. I met my classmate Tuesday and Kua. Hey, it was burning. She was burning. Anyway, tell them. Let them know your life. Sit down with them for one, two hours. Teach them. Yeah, you can take them off mathematics and whatnot. Or you can see them next stories. Because once they reach, once they reach at your age, when things are difficult, when he's on the edge of leaving his hope behind, he or she will remember how your life was, how the life of your father was, how the life of your grandfather was. You see, those four generations. And you'll be like, hey, yeah, my life is hard right now. Yeah, I'm failing. Yeah, I'm doing more than this. But my father passed through this too. And it's very important. Yeah, you can say, oh, their life is not important. But let me tell you, the history that you've built up dictates your life, dictates why you're doing your things, whether you like it or not. Your history can explain why you have this temperament, why you have these behaviors, why you have these associations. And once you know your history, once your kids know your life, when time, when time are hard, they remember my father lived like this. My father pulled out of this trouble like this. And no, there is nothing wrong with the sun, I will say, and even true, there is nothing wrong with the sun. What temptation you're passing through, somebody else will be passing through. So if you don't pass the history on, they won't find reasons why to live on because they don't know somebody else passing through. That's my thoughts for the day.